This MESN5 is going to focus on forcing treatment upon an unwilling patient. This podcast is based on an article by Dr. Shimon Gluck from the JewishVirtualLibrary.org. In life and death situations, when there's a non-consenting patient, does halacha obligate or allow the physician to force treatment and therapy upon the patient? In order to understand this question, we first need to understand the two main differences between Western secular philosophy and the Torah's viewpoint. The first distinction is the philosophy of rights versus the philosophy of obligations. While secular thought emphasizes an individual's rights, Torah thought emphasizes one's obligation. We see this applied in the medical field, that the secular world believes that I have the right to health care, while the Torah perspective is that the physician has the obligation to take care of the sick. The second distinction between secular philosophy and the Torah's viewpoint is in regards to ownership of the body. Secular philosophy holds that a competent person owns his body, while Torah thought holds that our bodies are property of God and therefore we have a prohibition of dangerous activity. With this understanding of the Torah's thought, that we have the obligation to take care of others and that our bodies are God's property, let's try to understand our case of a non-consenting patient refusing treatment. Rav Yaakov Emden writes of a case in which an individual refuses therapy on Shabbat. He rules that since the doctor has the wisdom to heal the patient, we are therefore allowed to force the patient to receive the treatment. Rav Yaakov Emden explains that the physician has been granted patient by God to cure, permission by God to cure, and therefore, if the patient does not want to suffer and would prefer to die, we ignore his wishes and we treat this patient. Rav Yaakov Emden rules this way because of the prohibition of Los Hamod al Damreacha, do not stand idly by as your fellow's blood is spilled. The patient does not have the right to commit suicide, and it's not his decision if he would like to die. Yet later, in contrast to this ruling, Rav Yaakov Emden writes that we should not impose therapy on a patient if the patient thinks the treatment will be unsuccessful and if there are physicians that agree with him, or if the patient is scared that the treatment recommended by the doctors will harm him. Dr. Shimon Glick outlines two distinctions between Rav Yaakov Emden's seemingly conflicting rulings. The first distinction is in regards to the effectiveness of the treatment. In the first case, the treatment was forced upon the patient, and here, Rav Yaakov Emden is discussing an external lesion in which it was guaranteed that the treatment would be effective. In the second case, treatment was not forced upon the patient because it was unclear if the treatment would work. We see from this that we may only impose treatment if it is certain that the treatment will be effective. The second distinction that Dr. Glick makes is in regards to the danger involved in the treatment. In the first case, there was little risk posed to the patient. In the second case, the patient refused the treatment because of the risks involved. It is discussed throughout halakhic literature if one may undergo treatment that has great immediate risk but may prolong one's life. The consensus in halakha is that one may risk losing short-term life to gain a long-term life, but one is not obligated to do so and a doctor may not force the patient to take this risk. A case was brought before Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach and Rav Moshe Feinstein in which doctors needed to amputate the leg of a blind diabetic patient in order to save his life. The patient did not want to undergo the surgery out of fear of the suffering and pain that he would endure. Rav Orbach and Rav Feinstein both agreed that one may not force the patient to undergo the surgery even though it has minimal risk. We see from this that the patient's consent is crucial in halacha. In a different case, 
when dealing with a non-consenting patient, Rev. Moshe Feinstein writes that if we have the doctor's consensus that the medication is essential to the treatment and will be effective, although it's theoretically permitted to force the patient, this is only if the patient is not frightened by the prospect of physical coercion, because the patient may not benefit from the treatment if he's forced to take it. In conclusion, to answer our original question, in life and death situations, when there's a non-consenting patient, does halacha obligate or allow the physician to force treatment and therapy upon the patient? And the answer that we see is that it really depends. If it's certain that the treatment will be effective, then, do then the doctors may impose therapy upon the patient. But this is only if there's little danger involved in the treatment, and according to Rav Moshe Feinstein, only if the patient is not scared of the being forced. Although one may risk a short-term life for a long-term life, we may never force a patient to make this decision.